This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Rindo. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch! You guys like Colons out there. Good morning, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Reunited. Feels so good on a Friday. Let's get our heads right. January 6th. Many of you might remember that date. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Good morning, Paul. It's uh, Kate McKinnon's birthday. That's exactly right. That's what I was thinking. It was also Alex Turner's birthday from the Arctic Monkeys. One of my Rowan favorite bands. Rowan Atkinson turned is that like Mr. Bean? 68, I think. Oh, is that Mr. Bean? For yeah. real? Yeah. It's also National Bean Day. <laughs> Go figure, dude. Maybe that's why he called himself Mr. Bean. It's National Bean Day. Speaking of Bean, it's Bean Higgins uh, is also here. Good morning. Have you been? Yes, <laughs> Good morning, everybody. We have reached Friday, first week of the year, 50, 
51 weeks to go. One Jesus. semi down here. We're counting um, them off. <laughs> so I, I already saw a tweet like, man, I hope I don't hear the word colon anymore. And I listen, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But I'll tell you the reason, the main reason that we're doing it, or that I'm doing it, is talking about it, is because it's important to normalize this. And I'll tell you about what happened to me yesterday. I got a really funny story that you're going to have to pretty much pull out of me. Um, but I got a DM last night from from a buddy uh, on Instagram at 5.32 p.m. He says, my man, my wife has pressured me for years. I am one year older than you, and because of you, I'm making my appointment. Thank you, question mark. <laughs> Good. And I wrote back, that makes me so happy, man. He said, you deserve a kickback from the impeding colonoscopy boom in this <laughs> effing town for sure. You're always saying you don't have enough endorsements. Well, now now you do. I don't want... Here's Woods for colonoscopy. Yeah, Hi, I... Stephen Woods here. I want to talk to you for... <laughs> Listen, it's it's purely selfish, and I'll tell you why. If I We need all the tier ones we can get, so we want to keep you guys alive uh, so that we can have a career. I don't want to do anything else, so it's important to keep you guys alive, but... Um, what everyone said was true, Ben. The procedure part was the worst part. Now, or the the easiest. <laughs> the, the, part, preparation sorry. the preparation was the worst. Was the, worst. the procedure itself was was pretty easy. So I didn't get a chance to walk you guys through what happened yesterday. No, but uh, you you said really was fairly smooth. Very, and okay, I good, showed you good. a picture of the inside of me, <laughs> and it is in fact very smooth. I have Squeak pictures. Clean. If you guys want to see it inside my colon, it looks like calamari. The pictures that I saw. I'll never eat calamari again. That is a true story. I never will. Um, but I not the not the pieces at the little legs though. No just legs. The, no. The well, ones. if there are legs, then they snip those out. But the good news was, uh, mine came back. So results right away for me. There was nothing. Thank God, man. And and uh, no further testing required. Nope. Nothing sent to the lab nope. for analysis. Just good. Clean as a whistle. And I don't know how clean whistles actually are, but. That's a phrase. That is a really good point. They're not I clean. Mean, whoever like washes their whistle, yeah. yet they're constantly spitting germs Spit. and nasty stuff into it. Yeah. Whistles are probably one of the least Filthy. clean things you can get. That's absolutely right. It doesn't matter what kind of whistle it is. A coach's whistle, a long whistle, like full of spit of and germs. Yeah. So it was it's very, very clean. And uh so you walk in, you go in, and you're nervous, of course, because you don't know what it entails. And everyone in there was so nice. They were so, so nice. Now, is that all that is done at this office, or are there p other patients there for different reasons? Do they, like, yell, Stephen Woods, time for your colonoscopy, or is it it's a little a, more it's subtle? It's a colonoscopy okay. and endoscopy center. Okay, so, so everyone knows why you're there. Yeah, so, yeah, you're not, you're not at a, it's not like you go to a dermatologist's office, and some guy's there for, you know, eczema, and you're getting a colonoscopy. I was the only one in there, uh, first one in the door. Got all checked in and everything else, and uh, you know, made it from home to there without a, a stomach issue, without one more. Did need one more before I I went in just to make sure I was cleared and ready to go. Um, and then something happened to me that is probably the worst thing that could happen. But I thought you said this went smoothly. Oh, the procedure went smoothly. But something happened. Something happened to me as I was waiting to go back. The doctor was running about ten minutes late. So this really, really nice guy, Scott, came in and said, hey, um, take all your clothes off, put this robe on, it, it closes at the back. Do you work there or just no, you ran there. into? Okay. <laughs> leave your socks on because it gets a little chilly. <laughs> you think Dwight Gooden leaves his socks on? So I, I laid there and uh, I was, remember, I was nude 
and I had this robe on top of me, and I'm just lying in bed, and I'm a little nervous. And something happened. Something physically happened oh. to me. Do you know? Hmm. Before the procedure. I don't know. I was not there. I have no idea what happened nope. to you. What would be the worst thing that could happen lying on a bed, waiting to go in? Your stomach or your back? I'm on my back. So what's the worst thing that could... The, the literal worst thing that could happen to me at may, that moment. At that moment, before I go back, something that might happen to a thirteen-year-old. You did rather often. Is that what we're talking oh my about? God. What? In a cold doctor's office, waiting there. <sighs> I don't know what happened. Yep. I don't know what happened. I don't. What's know. wrong with you? I don't, Paul. I don't know. But I'm laying there. That's a different doctor. Uh, yeah, I'm laying there. And I'm telling you, I was like, oh, no, 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 not now. Not now. Please not now. I couldn't get one of those if I tried 95% of the time, especially just randomly like that. And I'm lying there, and there are... How much time now would you notice? You're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it, the more you think about it, the worse it got. And by worse, I mean, in some cases, better. <laughs> But do you see what Did I'm saying? Did you try to start thinking about yes. baseball? Uh, do, I, you sh- if you knew, wouldn't help him. If you no, knew, ba- basketball would be a better choice. <laughs> yeah. Than Woods, yeah. If you knew, yeah, baseball. I'm like, oh Ooh. yeah, Xander, Manny, <laughs> Tati. Okay. Oh God. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm lying there. There's these. There's like three attractive nurses over there, all chatting about their New Year's Eve, and I'm laying there. I'm like, please no, please no, because all I thought was. Hey, why is this happening to this guy when we're about to take him into the back room and, you know, do what we're about to do to him? I Ben, it was like it was like out of a movie. I was like, please stop, please, not like now. an American pie. Yeah, style like an movie. American pie yeah. movie. I'm sitting there going, God, please, please, please. If you <laughs> if you could have downloaded the things I was thinking about to make it go away, you would have. So that sucked. That's the worst thing that could have I would have rather, you know, I would have rather done that in front of them than what that was. So luckily, like I said, luckily the doctor was running 10 minutes late. If he was on time, he's going to be like, uh, sir, we, can you come back? This is really disturbing, and I can't operate on you. So they take me back. Propopol, propofil or something they gave me. It's the greatest thing I've ever had in my life. She goes, what's your name? I go, Stephen Woods. Your date of birth, seven nineteen seventy five. Out. <laughs> Next thing you know, okay, you're all done. I wake up, I'm like, oh, what's up? Did I make it? Like, yeah, you're good. Everything's good. How did how are the results? Everything's clean. You want a uh, juice? Yes. You want Capri Sun? Yes. You know I want a Capri Sun. I sucked it down. I go, can I have another Capri Sun? They're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I had two Capri the Suns. They got me out of there in about 15 minutes. Unfortunately, with medical charges, they were $79 oh. each. Yeah, I haven't seen my bill yet. <laughs> Hey, make sure you bang him for those two Capri Suns. Insurance charge yeah. seventy nine dollars. The last the time I went Suns. under, I they, they did the uh, start at ten. Start at 10, at ten. I didn't make it to seven. Right. <laughs> ten. Uh, but I, I woke up. <laughs> I felt like a, a bazillion dollars. Uh, my wife drove me to Jersey Mike's. I got the sandwich that I wanted, some chips, pink lemonade. Went home. The greatest meal I've ever had. It was just fantastic. Ate that, and again, the thing of knowing that your results came back negative and that everything was good uh, was a pretty emotional feeling. It was. I, I kind of was emotional about it when I walked out the door because, you know, you got two little kids. You don't want anything that like, hey, man, we're going to have to call you in a week, let you know. But I was very pleased. Uh, he did, One of the things he did say, 
I'm laying there. He's like, you know, I would tell you to come back in about seven years. He's like, you have a history of, of smoking cigarettes. Um, you know, you don't smoke anymore. That's good. But going to need you to come back in five years. You're also carrying about 20, 25 extra pounds. I'm like, I know this. What are you, a tier one? Like, I hear it enough from our listeners. How did you gain all the weight? Right. <laughs> I hear it enough from our listeners, bud. I get it. I'm working on it. Please. And I said, if I lose 20 pounds, do I have to come back? He goes, if you lose 20 to 25 pounds, you can come back in seven years. I go, all right, I'll see you in seven years then. <laughs> so uh, it went really well. What a great staff they had uh, over there. And, and men, if you're listening, it's not that bad, man. Just go get it done for peace of mind because that's what I have today. I have peace of mind, Ben. Can I'm you glad believe I that did you that? went in, and now I will. Uh, I think I will be getting my own at some point this year as well. The other thing they told me is when they put me out, they're like, "You have really bad sleep apnea, man. Like really bad. You are like choking to death." So I now, just finished my sleep study this morning, so I'm sending that back. So, so I will be taking care of that, and you can join me on that journey. Okay, so we'll get that journey going together. I need the name of where you went and all that, and I'll give you the name of where I went, and we can just do a little medical swap here on National Bean Day. Um, so it was good, man, and, and got home and had a really nice rest, and now Bo's really sick, so I'm like, oh, boy. It's just it's just one, the hits keep on coming, but uh, everything's good. Thank you guys for all your kind messages and, and tweets yesterday. I really appreciate well, it. Well, we're going to be good to go for fantasy camp? Yeah, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm seven pounds lighter than I was. <laughs> now, I'd probably put on two from that sandwich I crushed, but um, it was great, man. It was great to, to get it all done. Well, we had a uh, we had a good show yesterday with uh, without you. Uh, Sam great. Levitt that's what I want to hear. That's, I want to hear you had a good time. show I mean, without it me. It absolutely crushed it. It wasn't the, the constant four hours of, of laughter and tears that it normally is with you sitting there, but we still had a good time. Um, you know, talked a lot of baseball, good conversations, continued our, our MVP debate about which Padre uh, we'd want to see win the MVP award this year. So it was it was a good show, but it's good to have everybody back together on a Friday. Uh, Craig Elston Friday, first time this year. We'll get some crossing streams. God, I need him. Coming up em. at 735 this Jeez, morning. I need him so he's bad. He's I am gonna, dying. He's going to give us a uh, run through his top shows mm-hmm. of 2022. Good, because I I'm I am out of anything and, to watch. And he's got the big week for the soccer's here weekend. It's the uh, the celebrity game, right, Paul? You're going to be participating <laughs> in the soccer's Ooh. celebrity game. Hey, yeah, t- tomorrow night. It's Hispanic Heritage Night. Or is it tonight? It's the game theme on Sunday. Sunday night. And so pick one. Remember uh, three? <laughs> I knew it was one of those. If nights. you don't know, just guess. Like three years ago, you and yeah. I were both there. And we did the Yeah, we yeah. did the media game. It was old media versus new media. God, we smoked their Print, ass. Print, television, radio versus podcast, bloggers, etc. Smoked their ass. He's doing it a little differently this year. Our buddy Craig is, and uh, we'll dive into it when he joins us in an hour and a half. I but love it. Don't it, get hurt, dude. We I, got. I know. Take I know. it way easy. Fifty percent. He's doing. American media versus Tijuana media. Oh, you guys are dead. We're going to get destroyed. You're going to get destroyed. Is that racist to say? I don't think so. I mean, I mean it's certainly um, stereotyping. It's stereotypical. In a way. Yeah. Is it a, ra- is it's a positive say, stereotype? I'm on, I'm on the American team. I'm out of shape and don't play soccer. Right. People of Hispanic heritage are better at soccer than non-Hispanics. Is stereotyping. Is it racist though, if it's positive? I don't know. I don't know either. Probably going to get canceled today. Yeah. All right. Great. We'll finish the week of the here. Daily Diddy theme, band that, bands that have never been picked. I started it. I'll finish it out with a band that I can't believe, and a song I can't believe has never been selected on a Daily Diddy before. And uh, then we'll give you the great update. You probably saw it's national news 
Uh, the good news from DeMar Hamlin and his continued improvements. Talk about that. Uh, getting into some Padres news as well this hour. Getting started Friday. Wrapping up the week. Woods, clean bill of health. Great to hear it. Going until 10 o'clock this morning. Let's get our first check of traffic coming up with Ben Woods. Kelly Danick standing by on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
This is a hard song to dislike. Weezer did a cover of it, and they people thought it was like the next Stairway to Heaven, and they played it every four minutes for about a year, and it got old. But, yeah, when I was a kid, I liked it. Who's this? Toto? Toto. Do they sing Kyrie? No. Who sings Kyrie? That's Mr. Mister. That song sucks. They sing Rosanna. Toto has another... I That's like. about Rosanna Arquette, which is creepy because... They weren't dating or anything. So if you write a song about a woman... Back then, though, they just called that courtship. Now you're an absolute sex pervert if you do that. But no, that song's... It's fine. I'm trying it's to... Right. None of them had ever been to Africa when they wrote this Is that song right? either. They like to write songs about things they don't really know anything about. Is that weird? To... It's weird when guys do that. Jason Isbell does that a lot. He writes these songs that sound autobiographical, but they're not. And you're like, well, why did you? How did you think of that? It's really cool. It's a, it's an art form to be sure. But I'm trying to think if I hear this on the radio, do I leave it? I think the answer is no. I'm sure Kilimanjaro does rise like a leprous above the Serengeti, but they have never been there. Is that what they say in this? A le- what's a leprous? Like a female leopard? Oh, I didn't know that. Thought it was just a leopard. A leprous. I mean, they may be making that up as well. We don't really. Can't really trust them as a good source. They're they're You've like never early, been. they're like early Wikipedia. You really should double check these things before you you go with it. But. What does he say? I bless the rains down in Africa. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah. I, I'm as long as I've known you, that is a surprise that Toto has. I never was surprised. Been. I looked through. You go, not a single Toto I was choice. Yeah, yeah, that's I was shocking. Like, There's no way. I was very surprised. Not had a single Toto choice. Polly had to uh, Polly had to dig deep on that to double check your work, <laughs> like my wife does to me on everything I do. After, after I load the dishwasher, she goes and double checks that I did it right. It's the best. Well, everyone was certainly um, in a celebratory mood. NFL fans, coaches, players around the league yesterday with the news that uh, Demar Hamlin was awake, conscious, um, still has the breathing tube intubated, but was able to communicate and. Uh, quickly, as soon as he was awake and, and doctors could ask him questions, could like write out answers, and they knew right away that his mental function was still there. It was sharp. He was Immediately, they said the first question he asked was, who won the game? I mean, and apparently he thought, well, it's still Monday night. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I got knocked out, but I'm here at the hospital and apparently was quite surprised to learn that it was – what, early Thursday or whatever that, that he had regained consciousness that he had been out for that long, but still, hey, who won the game? And the doctors, I mean, at least in the press conference, said, well, you won the game of life. You're still here with us, which kind of an, an eye roll. I'm sure he goes, no, really, who won the game? It's like, I'm, dude, they stopped the game. I, you almost died on the field. They didn't keep playing. I felt like... I felt like the world's biggest monster yesterday when I read that quote. <laughs> Because I went, this is your. This is not Adam Schefter. This is Adam Schfinkter. I thought it was a joke. I thought. I thought. I thought somebody was pulling a fast one on me when I read. 
Doctor said after DeMar Hamlin awakened last night, he asked in writing, who won the game? Doctors told him, yes, you won. You've won the game of life. And I thought to myself, that's made up. Somebody made that up. Can you transfer me to a different hospital, please? <laughs> Can you get me the F out of here, <laughs> ASAP, please? Because this is real. You've just made it very weird. I felt like a monster. I'm playing a board game, Doc. Who I won the game? <laughs> no, no. The actual game. Who won? I felt like a monster because I I, I rolled so hard. But I'm glad. Yeah, honestly, I'm glad he's he's, he's and, doing okay. And, you know, I guess he's not 100% out of the woods. The woods, not yes. the water. Hey, shout out to Danny Kellington, by the way, who is uh, making the rounds on social media. The Bills trainer. Dude. Glad everybody was propping him up, man. 100%. Danny Kellington, a real-life hero. He performed CPR on DeMar Hamlin on the field and was crucial in saving his life. Man, that's, that guy, he's probably one of those guys, because all everybody I've known in that industry, they all say the same thing. Just do my job, man. That's just what I do. What a... When you start to feel self-important about what you do for a living or what we do for a living, it's not. It's just we're just trying to entertain you on your drive to work, man. It doesn't really matter what um, Danny Kellington and his crew did. That's the important stuff. What first responders do, things like that, those are the important things. So, so big shout-out to them, those guys. There's been a huge spike in people's curiosity about CPR yeah. and wanting to take lessons. Yeah. Learn how to do that. I think that's really important. Probably should do a refresher course. I had to do it I, when I had kids. I did it like 10 years ago. I should absolutely do it again because I don't quite remember a whole lot about it. Um, and then I also saw Eric Adelson, I believe, tweeted it out. I think it was Monday night when all this was going on. We talked to him yesterday, but we didn't bring this up. And he, he just tweeted out the importance of AEDs and most businesses and most schools and most areas that you're going to find yourself in have an AED somewhere. I don't know what where is ours that? is. The shock thing? Yeah, automatic external defibrillator. defibrillator. Yeah, can, uh, can re-shock your heart. And he just stops. said, familiarize yourself with them. Know where it's at in your building. Because in this case, it was an absolute life or death situation. And I don't think that that's bad advice. I mean, you should absolutely know where all that stuff is. If, well, you're, not, if you're not aware, I, we should probably know where ours is. Came in here Tuesday and, and bitched and moaned, and I got us a water machine. Do I need to get on the Diva train again and get us an AED machine? I'm sure we have one. I bet there is one, if not in this on this floor, certainly in this building somewhere, would be my guess. Well, that would point. be, if yeah. you had a heart attack here, I couldn't run to right. find it you downstairs. Need to know where, that's why Paul just said, we need to know where it is in this building at the very least. Yeah, for sure. Um, they also... Now that, you know, and and maybe it's good timing for the NFL that uh, DeMar Hamlin is improving, but they also announced kind of how what they've, how they've decided to handle things going forward. Uh, they will not be playing the rest of that game between the Bengals and the Bills, just canceled, no game, essentially. So both of those teams will finish with 16 games instead of 17 games, and that clearly does have an impact on the AFC uh, playoff standings. Uh, the, the first and foremost... The Bengals are the AFC North champions. They clinched. They Good. only needed okay. a tie. So the fact that that game was not played, they can't be caught anymore. So they're in. It's less good news for the Bills, though, who are now a half a game behind the Kansas City Chiefs and cannot cannot catch them. If the Chiefs win tomorrow, they're going to play the Raiders uh, in the early game tomorrow. It's a doubleheader on ABC. If they win, the Chiefs will lock up the number 1 seed and everyone acknowledges it's a little bit unfair to the Bills that yeah they'll just finish a half game and can't can't get home field advantage through the playoffs. So the NFL has also announced, and they'll finalize the plans today, that if the Chiefs and Bills both win this week and finish a half game apart, 
that if they meet in the AFC Championship game, like one versus a two seed, instead of playing that game in Kansas City, they'll play it at a neutral site to take away a bit of yeah, the unfair advantage maybe for the Chiefs, and they wouldn't get home field advantage in the AFC Championship game. There's also some scenarios if they both lost or if they both lost in Cincinnati won and ended up a half game behind them that a Bengals-Chiefs or Bengals-Bills uh, AFC Championship game could potentially also be played at a neutral site, and the owners are going to uh, vote and, and finalize those plans for today. So is it a perfect solution? No. Is it the right thing to do, given the circumstances and logistics and what is possible? I think probably yes, that they have come up with the the best solution that they can to try to make this fair. Um, the Bills will probably not get a bye week out of it, but then again, they didn't play a game, you know, and, and go through the, the rigors of an entire Monday night football game. They will play this weekend against the Patriots. It's a big game. New England needs to win uh, to clinch a playoff spot, so they got a big one this week. So that's kind of the contingency plan now going forward for the NFL as we head into the final week of the regular season. Right on. Right on. I'm, I, I'm, that's why my, one of my favorite things about you is you always have the scenarios laid out smartly for dumb people like myself so i appreciate it all right let's um let's move on the padres uh certainly some uh some bad news especially for early padres fans yesterday uh late last night padres lost a hall of famer in the family uh we'll get to that coming up next it's ben woods on san diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fan Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Uh, The very first star to wear a Padres uniform in their Hall of Fame has passed on. We will talk about Nate Colbert right after this check of traffic on 97.3 The Fam. So I figure you've probably got to be at least in your 60s and a lifelong Padres fan to really remember Nate Colbert playing. I certainly I didn't. He was already um, off the Padres and almost out of the league by the time I was born in 1975. Uh, but found out last night that uh, Nate Colbert, Padres Hall of Famer, passing away at the age of uh, 76. Didn't get a lot of details uh, but certainly those who remember him, remember him as the first the bona fide star to wear the brown and gold of a Padres uniform. was uh, one of the expansion selections of the original Padres in 1969. Uh, went to three straight All-Star games, I think 71, 72, and 73. Played six seasons for the Padres. Had one incredible <laughs> doubleheader that uh, will live on in, in history when he hit five home runs and drove in 13 runs in one single day in two games, a two-homer game followed by a three-homer game with a grand slam. Oh my God. That's, that's locked in? Yeah. Had August first, 1972, five home runs, a record that has not been matched since. 22 total bases. 22. singles as well. My God, man. That's like, what do you do after that? I mean, that is just incredible. What a, what a day. What a day. Never uh, ribs, never man. played for a Padres team that won more than 73 games. Though in those in those days expansion teams had to slog through oh, yeah. many many years before even sniffing being competitive. So, you know, obviously played in a bit of obscurity on a new team on the far corner of the country before, you know, a lot of games were televised or anything like that. Uh, but I thought the most remarkable stat is even though he played the very first six years for the Padres, and he played at the old Jack Murphy Stadium, San Diego Stadium, before they brought in the fences, lowered the fences. Yeah. I mean, it was it was 17 feet high. It was, you know, in center field, like 411 or 15 feet plus. It was very hard to hit even one home run in that ballpark. And Nate Colbert, with 163 home runs to this day, remains the Padres' career home run leader, which is kind of nuts when you think about that. It it's, is. It's a, it's a very low number. People actually got mad at me for like saying, oh, why are you insulting the guy? You keep saying it's such a low number. Well, I think it's remarkable that it's held for so long. In this day of juiced baseballs and smaller ballparks, most teams, in fact, I think the second lowest I found out was Luis Gonzalez of the Diamondbacks, and he was somewhere in the 220s wow. as the second lowest career home run leader for a single franchise. Um, you know, Manny Machado is, I think, 55 home runs behind. You know, he's he's one and a half good seasons away from becoming the Padres' 
career home run leader. But for whatever reason, no one, Adrian Gonzalez came within two. Yep. You know, there have been other players that have been in the hundreds, but no one has ever been able to pass Nate Colbert's 163 home runs in a San Diego Padres uniform in the last half century of Padres baseball, it's bananas, which is crazy. Man. That is crazy. That is crazy. Um, yeah, by all accounts, uh, the, this article says a fearsome, fearsome power hitter. Titanic blast, averaged 30 bombs a year for the Padres from 69 to 73. I feel like back then, too, 69 to 73, you had your, you know, you had your, was that Henry Aaron's heyday? He was hitting, what were the leaders hitting back then? 40? Yeah. Yeah, about 40 uh, a year. And, and yeah, just to do that, like you said, in that very spacious ballpark. Was also, uh, I think, a pretty good defensive first baseman as well. Not a guy who hit for a lot of average, but... Maybe even underappreciated. Nowadays, you you know, they don't care. If you're hitting that kind of power and putting up that kind of slugging numbers and playing defensive at first base, you're making a lot of money, uh, you know, with the skill set oh. that Nate Colbert brought to the table. I just, you always wonder when, when you talk to uh, some of the old school baseball guys, you know, what they would have commanded in this day and age. I'm sure it makes them sick to their stomachs, man. I really do. I'm sure it makes them just going, oh, my God, I, I, I hit – you know, twenty-two home runs, and I batted three oh three, and I made four hundred thousand dollars. You know that parlays these days into a gargantuan contract. But we were uh, we we're talking about January sixth, the second ago. January fifth is now kind of a, a a a day of infamy in Padres history because not only you know Nate Colbert passing away yesterday, but it was also the ninth anniversary of Jerry Coleman's passing on January fifth as well. So. Uh, two Padres Hall of Famers leaving us on the same day of the year, January 5th. And I uh, just wanted to make sure we, we recognize Nate Colbert uh, this morning uh, as the you know Padres Hall of Fame is not a big club. And we lost one of them yesterday. Uh, we talked yesterday while you were gone about the rumors of Johnny Cueto uh, being the Padres, I think the Marlins and the Reds all connected with free agent pitcher Johnny Cueto, uh, who's actually coming off a a decent season. He had struggled a bit, the twenty eighteen through twenty twenty one. But yeah, that that's kind of the by the recency bias I had about him, and I was just like, man, I don't know. Like I I just remember this guy struggling a lot. Uh, but last year seemed to have have un, seems to have unlocked something. Maybe turned it around a little bit. Do you really? I mean, what are we talking here? We're Started talking twenty four games. Yep. Went eight and ten with a three three five. I mean, the three three five jumps out at you. Who was he even with last White year? Sox. White Sox. Okay, um, and, and a ton of innings too, right, Paulie? He he had one hundred fifty eight. Uh, yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, I think averaged wise, over like six and a third innings in each pretty, of his starts. Pretty good, man. And if you could have that guy at the back of your rotation, which he certainly would be, boy, that. That that's not bad. Most people felt the way that you did. I, I mean, I'm not opposed to adding pitching depth. To me, you know, there really isn't any plus pitch for Johnny Cueto anymore. It's he doesn't have the velocity. He doesn't really have the, the movement. He's he's all about the deception, yeah, deception, quirky delivery, and you know, just trying not to get solid contact. He doesn't strike out a lot of guys. I mean, the numbers are kind of frightening. The numbers behind the numbers, at least. That maybe that three point three five ERA was a bit of a smoke and mirror, smoke and mirrors thing last year, and I don't know if it's uh, repeatable another season. And I, you know, I, 
you, know, you say, hey, yeah, take a flyer on a guy, you know, minor league type deal. What's but his flyer going to be? My guess though? is it's going to still be several million dollars. That's, I mean, everyone signs for several million dollars nowadays. If you're an established major leaguer and you just came off a season yeah. in which you had a three three five ERA. I guess is the price tag's a little higher than we're all thinking. I mean, it, we we saw what Clev commanded, right? You saw what Manaya got in San Francisco. Now they're younger than Johnny Cueto, I do believe, um, but that's a pretty penny for both of those guys. So I, I, it's not like he's going to be coming over here on a league minimum deal. I wouldn't imagine Ben, like you said, the three three five ERA. That's his agent is is wearing a T shirt that says Johnny pitched to a three three five last year. We want twelve million dollars and. Some He's team, about to turn 37. Some team may give it to him. You know, some team may give it to him. I don't know that it should be the Padres, but it's not my money. But to to put that much investment in maybe a fifth, even a sixth starter uh, for the San Diego Padres team, if there's no better option, I'm all about it because he seems like a really fun guy. He's a fun guy to watch, but, man, I, I just don't know. That's kind of where I was coming from. I, I think, I mean, at his best, he would definitely serve you well if he can give you similar numbers if to last year. six and a third every time out, I'd sign up for three, that. Three, three, five, yeah, absolutely. We all, we all yeah, signed up for that, and right? We said yesterday when Paul said, yeah, if, if you could get 24 starts and he's eating up that kind of innings, even if it's a four-and-a-half ERA, that's not – there's value in that. Would you trust him, though, with a big playoff start? No. Like, no. This is not a guy that you would expect to be throwing out in Game Four of a League Championship Series. It's no. just, it's just not. Even if he had a decent regular season, it's like throwing Zach Davies against the Dodgers yeah. in the playoffs. It's just, it's just, not, just, it's just not, not something you're gonna want to do. No. So keep that in yeah, mind. You gotta have somebody. <laughs> keep that in mind, though. With yeah, exactly. I mean, like he's Nick, a guy that helps you get there. Nick Martinez, you know, yeah, I sure. I feel like he can get guys out. I, I have no problem with that. Seth Lugo, you know, a bullpen day, I think, would probably be better. Than a Johnny Cueto start in the postseason. Well, we're all stung from the Phillies series and and having Clev go out there and not get an out. I mean, that's those are the things that we're. That's the one game we're all sitting here focusing on. Let's be a hundred percent honest. You have to get to that point, though. You have to get there, and and having guys that are able to go in and and eat very valuable innings at the back of your rotation, Ben, is massive. Because if we really want to parse it out, <laughs> so if. Let's just say history repeats itself, as it always has with our starting rotation. We expect you, Darvish, to come out and be good. We expect Blake Snell to struggle early and not go five. Yeah, not he'll even get five locked in. in in July. Right. Okay, which is, again, that's that's Blake. I think we've all resigned ourselves to the fact we'd love him to be firing and comfortable and ready on day one. Don't I can't say with any certainty that's going to happen at all. None. And there's nothing that would tell me differently. So then Musgrove. But with his track record of second half Snell? Yeah. If that's what it takes, I'm fine. Then that's what it I takes. I don't care. Joe Musgrove, I think, will be ready to go. Six, Nick, seven innings every game. Nick Martinez, uh, I feel like, will be ready to go. Seth Lugo, bit of a question mark. And then beyond that, so I I think that a guy that is capable of getting you through six and a third, maybe four runs with the offense we have, maybe he's a fantastic fit here. Sam, see, I think Cueto's going to turn 37. I think even at that age... It's a gamble, but at its best... At its best, it's exactly payoff, what you need. The payoff would be, he is going to give you what we hoped Sean Maniah would have given us last Correct. year. Correct. Sam Levitt made a really good point yesterday, and he said, so look at the starts from last year. Nick Martinez made 10. Seth Lugo made none. Correct. Uh, you know, Adrian Morahone made a couple. 
Um, the rest of the guys, really pretty much none in on the major league level. You need to fill. as In a fourth and fifth starter, you need at least probably about 66 or 67 starts over the course of the year from those two guys, a combination of guys, whatever. You don't have that many starts right now in you. I mean, you have about 35, 40 starts. You need more you know, innings just from someone to know that you can make it through an entire season with a, 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 even a five-man starting rotation, much less a six-man starting rotation. And just rotation. the numbers tell you the Padres got ridiculously lucky with pitching injury, you know, yeah, yeah. Lack, of injuries lack of injuries last year. Yeah, durability. The odds are somebody's probably going to go down at some point yep. this year, right? I Nick. mean, it's just to go two full seasons without really any uh, bumps in the road with your starting rotation, that would be ridiculously rare. Uh, Nick tweets in playoff and World Series experience with Cueto. I'm down to have him as a four or five. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's saying that that you shouldn't go out and get him. What's it going to cost? Again, I can't sit there and say that and, and also tout the, it's not my money, what do I care, but uh, is that money better spent somewhere else? Right. I don't know. Is he the If he's the best option available, go get him. You know, you're going to probably do that six-man rotation again uh, right now. So I don't know, dude. I, I he doesn't you know, he doesn't blow my hair back, but if you promise me six and a third, I think you sign up for that. All guests on Ben and Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet, Find New Roads. Um, one other move yesterday, Evan Longoria signing with the Diamondbacks on a one-year deal to stay in the NL West. Uh, not too consequential. Today is an interesting day. The Dodgers need to make a decision today on Trevor Bauer, whether they cut ties with him or whether they are going to move forward and basically bring him back onto their team, into their clubhouse, into their rotation. Uh, They've waited here until the last minute. I don't know if it's one of those things where they're basically saying we're spending all this money, might as well throw him, get something out of him, and hopefully you know, on a Friday you know, it's kind of lost in the shuffle and they can deal with the aftermath you know, at some time in the future, or maybe we'll get news today that he, if they do cut ties with him, I mean, do you see any team racing to sign him on a minimum deal? I don't. If they cut him, he is still going to get paid $22.5 million, and then Team X signs him for the league minimum, kind of like what the Cubs are doing with Hosmer. Hosmer, yeah. I, if you're the Dodgers and you think another team is going to sign him and you think he could be effective, don't you just take just wear just wear it. it? I mean, you're already paying him. He's got one year left. He's got one year left. One with year them. left. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you think, especially if you think like the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, like an in division team would sign him, and he's pitching. You're paying him twenty plus million to pitch, to pitch against, against you. you. And look, he's everything aside, he's a good pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, he can pitch. objectively. He's a well, good pitcher. It's been a while. You know, it's been a while, but. True. Um, but it's like, what do you do? I mean, they're yeah, they're the backlash of you. I mean, would you him? want him on your team? Would no. you want him on the Padres? No, I don't think so. No, I don't either. For the Dodgers, do you? Dodgers, if you're the Dodgers, do you, do you care? Do you keep paying him, keep him on your roster just to not let him go somewhere else, and then you never play him, bench him? Can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Roster spot. spots are too valuable. Yeah, for that. yeah, you can't just do that. And, and I'm sure there would be some blowback from the union as well. They have. Like it or not, they have to defend Trevor Bauer. He's one of them. 
You know, I'm so glad we're not in that position. I, I am too. I'm, I'm massive. You know, as bad as as bad as bad contracts get. You know, like with the Hosmer deal and all that. That's fine. That's a totally different animal than what Trevor Bowers is. So, uh, no, I, the answer is I don't want him on this team. And and uh, if he's on the Dodgers, you know, I, it's not going to surprise me. I mean, we've seen baseball players that have done really bad things get another chance sure. to come back and pitch in the big league. Yes, we've seen people that have killed people pitch in the big leagues, right? Some accidental, obviously, um, but this is a di- it's different. This feels different. It does. It now is that because you know it's now twenty twenty three, and you know people view it a different way that the. The negativity surrounding someone would be, I mean, a huge distraction for well, that, the, the team. You know, that's that's one part team morale of it. is. The, I mean, you're going to are going to torpedo your entire team's clubhouse just by to have him around. Back. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know they're going to if they if they do cut him. You know, they they can always say well, he doesn't fit with our ideals. But at the end of the day, you know, the Dodgers can afford twenty two and a half million dollars to flush. They can. Anyone we'll want see to play some uh, Take on Woods? We'll kick off hour number two and challenge Woodsy musically for a chance to win a getaway to Las Vegas. Don't do this coming up as well. All ahead with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.